What's going on with travel? Are you still planning to go away? As you might know, the federal government has said it recommends against non-essential travel. And I, I love the day that we did that. We sent one of our reporters down to Pearson. Of course, it's just jammed, right? It is jammed. Obviously, the news hadn't filtered through yet, but is it going to change anything? Are people actually canceling? Can you cancel? What does it all mean for your insurance, the government warning that it's possible you could get stranded? You could get stranded outside the country if you decide to travel. Marty Firestone is a travel insurance broker with Travel Secure. joins me. Hey, Marty. Good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic, thanks. I'm mostly fantastic because I managed to get a vacation in before all of this happened. I feel very, very fortunate for that. If you have one coming up, what do you do? It's it's a very, very personal decision at this point. This was a message. This is an advisory. It did sound harsh, I must admit, especially the part that if you get sick and you get stranded, we told you so, we're not going to bring you back, that sort of attitude. It's daunting a bit, but at the end of the day, very few cancellations at my end. And the only fear and comment I make is just confirm that the travel advisory did not offset your insurance, and you are fully covered for everything as you were before. That's my big piece of advice. Okay, so th- th- that's important, but how do I figure that out? That sounds like a lot of reading of fine print. Okay, so I'll try to make it easy. If you're out of the country already and you bought a policy, that was a big fear of people yesterday. Did it change? The answer is simply no, 100%. If it was a good policy before, it's a good policy right now. The fear of people leaving now, they have to check with a broker, with the insurance company, and they simply have to ask the question, did this advisory take COVID out as a covered condition? And they'll find out real quickly. And if it did, then they'll be offered an opportunity to put a rider on that will include COVID at an additional expense and maybe a cap limit, but they will. Having said that, there are many insurers that didn't miss a beat. Even with the travel advisory level three or even up to level four, they pointed out, nothing will change. You will be fully covered. Okay. Uh, What about people who are thinking to themselves, well, maybe, you know, the, I think the advisory was put in for, what, four weeks, I believe? And yeah, four weeks. So let's push it out a little bit. You're maybe thinking about something over the Family Day weekend in February. Yeah, so to see people cancel the, the most, you know, special time of the year, you know, the Christmas holiday, that I can tell you that the majority of my clients, all the all-inclusives that are leaving December the 17th and 18th, they're going. Not one person has backed out. So as far as booking in the next couple of months, my fear is we don't even know what, what's going to be tomorrow, yet alone in the next couple of months. I worry that this advisory is just the beginning of a few more restrictions that we could hear in the next couple of days. Things like coming back into Canada and needing that negative PCR test at the airport, even if you're coming from the USA, not just international. So I think we just have to sit back, hold tight, and those who want to travel, you know, it's fire beware sort of thing at this point. Right. So, I mean, I think we all have found out through how quickly Omicron moved. And, you know, if you happen to have been out of the country when that, when that swept through, Lord, you know, if you happen to have been in Southern Africa when that swept through and all of those travel bans came in so quickly, I mean, it's very, very difficult. So I, I think we've talked about this before, Marty, where you've said that, you know, if you're going to the United States, you're going to probably be good. Is it a question of, you know, if you're like, I got to go, I got to get some sun, stay closer to home? Yeah. 
I'm a fervent believer that to get stuck in Fort Lauderdale and stranded is just a little simpler than getting stuck in an island off New Zealand and getting stranded. And I just, because pure sense says you can get home somehow one way or the other, although I never think it will come to that. But I do agree, international travel is a little scary right now in lieu of what's going on, in lieu of our government's comments. I don't quite see the same fear in heading south for a holiday for a week or two. And it's different times. We have two shots. We have a third booster shot, many of us. So, you know, it's not like last year. No vaccine was even created. Hospitals were filled to capacity. In ICU on ventilators, that's not happening this year. I just think that the public perception on this is is changing, but very, very slowly. And I'm wondering if your sense from your clients is like, like you say, look, I'm I'm double vaxxed. I'm it used to be called fully vaxxed, but I'm double vaxxed, possibly triple vaxxed. And <clears throat> you know, the evidence shows that if I get it, it'll be mild, so I'm going. That's exactly the point. The fact that insurers have this included in their policy, or did most of them up until two days ago says to you, they don't see the risk of them ending up with a half a million dollar bill because you've been put in ICU. A mild case at best may not even call a doctor's visit or any kind of money. So that's peace of mind. That's all we're looking for now is what's the risk? Everything is about the word risk, even as a traveler. Is it a big risk for me to continue on with my trip? And that's the answer. You have to ask yourself, and if you can say, I'm okay with it, then off you go. Speaking with Marty Firestone, is a travel insurance a broker at uh, Travel Secure. What did you make of, I believe it was WestJet that complained, said there was no science behind what the government had announced in terms of restrictions? That's their feelings. And listen, you've got a vested interest here. You've got to understand in November, WestJet, even my own company, we were flying high, literally, okay? Pre-pandemic numbers were better than it was back before. I mean, the whole sentiment was only going one way and pent up demand tremendous. And then bang, comes the variant. And then slowly but surely, subtle hints that ultimately an advisory is on its way. And sure enough, it's come and it has really put a damper on things. So they naturally are saying that's not really going to change things with this restriction. And of course, that's where the problem lies right now. Marty, great to talk to you. Please take care. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. That is Marty Firestone is a travel insurance broker or travel secure. What do you think about traveling? I have this conversation with my wife all the time. Drives her crazy. Where I, I just throw out hypotheticals. You know, because I'm like, well, what if we were traveling, you know, next week? Would we go? And she's just, no, absolutely not. Well, okay. And then I say, well, but what, what about going, you know, I don't know, let's go going skiing in Banff. No. We're not doing that. Like, or what if we're doing... He's like, we have no plans to do any of these things. Quit raising hypotheticals. But I'm just interested in, in people's level of uh, assessment of the risk. And I, I think it is so individual, is it not? And I keep saying this. It's like, choose your own adventure, really. It's choose your own level of risk. I mean, I, I have friends who are going... They're going to Miami. Forget about it. We're going. You know, and they're going down. They're not going to all-inclusive. They're, you know, managing their risk. I think a lot of people are doing exactly that.